On today's episode of Octone 76ers, NBA, real training camp. Keith and I discuss it. The hot mics were on, and Doc Rivers talking to James Harden has been sort of a headline. We discuss what Coach Rivers said to his point guard next, right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That's right. Welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio. Alongside my uh, co-host here, my partner in crime, as we talk hoops each and every day, right here on the Locked On 76ers podcast from the Enquirer.com, Sixers beat writer, Keith Pompey. What's up, Keith? What's poppin', D? How you doing, bro? Well, it's um, it's all right here. Got to do a weather check on you. Make sure you're good, man, since you are down <laughs> south there. What's going on in South Carolina and Charleston, South Carolina, where you guys are? I mean, you know what? Right now is, well, last night was kind of crazy, like a lot of wind and everything, and and you know, I've been through this before. Like sometimes it's kind of like the calm before the storm. Like that's a real thing. That's like what you gets, always tweet. They have yeah, you tweeted that yet? <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> no, I need to, right? But what happens is, so it's like calm, and then all of a sudden it comes. Because I, I used to live in Myrtle Beach. You know what I mean? So you know, I experienced this before. Um, but I will say that um, you know, I posted some videos yesterday of flooding. There's a whole lot more flooding now, like streets are flooded, you know, things like that. I mean, who knows? I may go out there and do some more videos, me and my me and my crazy self. But, you know, it's, it's I'm safe. I'm safe, though. But I'm safe. Hey, don't be like those people in, in, in Florida, man, where you're out there with that wind blowing all crazy. Right <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> you're trying to plant yeah. your feet to the, to the yeah. surface there. Yeah, that, that's a little different, man. Are you an umbrella person? And me, I and that's the crazy part. I don't. Every, I don't you just wear a hoodie have, or a hat. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an umbrella with me, but I was thinking, like, you know, what different umbrellas would probably go for fifty dollars down here, right about now. Be out there selling them, twirling them, and everything. Right? Selling them, like, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's funny because you think about that when you're younger. Of course, you gotta use your umbrella. Your parents make you use the umbrella. When you get older, you're just like. All right, whatever. I'll just put my hood on. I'll put my hat on, and I'll run. And then that's it. No, no umbrellas. Although I do keep one in the car. I mean, we got kids, so I got to keep one in the car. I do keep it in the car. But yeah, man. Listen, thanks everybody for making Locked On Seventy Six as your first listen every day, and checking on Keith to make sure he's good. Uh, remember, Locked On Seventy Six is free and available wherever you get your podcast on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On Seventy Sixers. Keith. We got to get into it, man. Real training camp on uh, League Pass, uh, the league app. They had it out there. 76 is real training camp. So a lot of things were caught on on uh, on hot mic there. Uh, wasn't edited, but I'm sure it wouldn't get through if uh, if Doc Rivers didn't want it to, uh, didn't want to allow it to get through. We need to talk about Joel Embiid, a U.S. citizens now. He snuck in the France uh, the French citizenship over the offseason. Now he's a U.S. citizen. We'll tell what that means, not just for the 76ers. And, and as, a, as, a, as a citizen in general, we'll talk about what it can mean possibly basketball-wise. And also Matisse Thibault 
Coach Doc Rivers also speaking about Matisse Thibault after the two days of camp so far. Uh, but yeah, man, we need to talk about the hot mic, which caught Doc Rivers in a conversation that lasted about two plus minutes with James Harden after they broke the huddle at the end of practice and talking about what they needed to do, what he needed James Harden to do, what he wanted him to uh, focus on as a leader with the ball in his hands, finding Joel Embiid. We already knew that that was the offense, but finding Joel Embiid and much, much more. Keith, what did you make of it? You know what? It was at first, it was kind of like crazy, I thought. I mean, but then at the same, I mean, because I mean, what I mean by crazy is like, I understand it. Like it was candid. That's why it was crazy. And it was real. Like normally they, they try to sugarcoat stuff. They do things. Now who knows? Maybe he, forgot the mic was on or, or or maybe not. But, you know, Doc Rivers is the type of guy to me who seems like he likes getting messages out. And it's one of those things like, I mean, I don't know if he could have like told him, hey, you can't do this because the stuff is live. But at the same time, I, I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, a message was, was, was set forth. And the thing is, they had the practice was a bad practice. It seems like to me that, Based off of that conversation, and again, you know, it's this is my opinion. It seems as if that, you know, guys aren't really getting the ball into Joel, you know, and maybe Tobias wanted, you know, to, Tobias and them wanted the ball, and, and guys are getting frustrated a little, a little, their spirits are low, and, and, and things like that. And Doc was just like, look, it's not a democracy. Now, if I'm Tobias Harris and I'm Tyrese Maxey, I don't want to listen to that video because basically saying, look, it ain't about y'all. It's about Joel and it's about James. So these two guys are like going to be role players according to that. Now, again, um, I do feel like they're working on things right now. And as he said, our entry passes are horrible. They were bad last year. So that's one thing that they need to work on and, and, and get better at now. But, it does, if you're a player, if you're Tyrese and Tobias, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> you don't. You basically don't want to hear that. Mm. You don't. Um, first of all, as far as the entry passes go, I've been talking about this since the uh, Brett Brown years, where they have, have been unable to throw an entry pass, a simple entry pass, so fundamental. And they were one of the worst in the league at, at a simple entry pass. And I even talked about how when uh, TJ McConnell was here, how to me he was the most fundamental at it as fundamental as tj mcconnell is as we know he was the most he was the best entry passer on the team for a couple of those years because nobody knew how to do it and just throw it to his hand where you didn't move him off his spot yes they're going to be a forearm in joel and b's back to try to push him off the spot because he's so powerful so dominant they want him to move as further away from the paint as possible but tj was really the only one that could do it. Now, it has since improved a, a little bit more when you've had George Hill for the short time that he was here. He was a good entry passer and, and, and some some of the others and James Harden right now, good entry passer on this basketball team. But yeah, they have to be better with that simple. You learn that real early, throw it to the hand. Don't try not to get him off the spot that he's already established and then let him go to work and of course play off of, off of that. Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris, you may not want to hear it, but at least you hear it right now in camp where it's not an issue a little bit later on. And, um, you know, that, that, but it was really interesting uh, how forthright Doc Rivers was knowing that the camera and the microphone was on. I like the fact that they're doing this because he's getting 
He's getting the message right there. He's James Harden is the extension of the coach, of course, on the floor as the point guard. We all wanted to see a more aggressive version of James Harden a season ago. Uh, we did not like that being delivered so far early on this uh, part of the season, this part of the training camp. And then if we are to believe, which I do, from some of the things that I had heard, and I don't know if you heard the same thing, was we weren't always on the same page as far as the, the uh, game plan when, when the play calls were happening. That it seemed like James Harden sometimes, you know, didn't really love everything called. So now that we have this full training camp, a full offseason, a full training camp preseason to work out these kinks, Keith, I, I love to hear, I love to hear this. I love that they're talking about this right now, and I hope that it's it's being heard. I hope it's being accepted, and and then we just go from there and see how it translates to the floor because it's necessary for for them to have these conversations right now. If you're gonna be if you're gonna be who they want to be, they have to be open. Will it translate? Don't know, but it needs to be discussed right now. The one thing that concerns me though, and there you know, and and I don't mean to be the killjoy. But the no. fact that he's saying that the spirits are low right now, you know what I mean? Like, you know, is it shouldn't like, you know, last year they had the Ben Simmons situation. So you can understand the stress that people were going through. But right about now, you have these guys where you got a bunch of role players that you inherited. Right. None of these guys are coming in saying they're not the ones that's taking the shots and doing all that other stuff. But the spirits are low. And he said, who else's spirits low? So we're talking about their big four. Yeah. These guys got to get it together. They have to get it together. And, and what, you know what would, I mean? and why would their spirits be low? I that's that's puzzling to me because we were there on Monday. It was just media day. So everything is good. Vibes were good. Spirits seemed pretty good. Uh there also, why would their spirits be low? I mean, this is a, a an anticipated season. They are a contender. They know it. Uh, the players know it. Why would their spirits be low? Maybe Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris would have a different version if if they were being talked to by Doc Rivers saying, my spirit's not low. So that's, again, that's where the yeah, openness I think, has no, to come. Is, I, I think, uh, yeah, uh, maybe, but, but I also think that, um, I don't know, I think the spirits are low, dog, because if, because the way they and the way they came out and said it, and, and James was like. He knew it right away. He, he won't knew. He said right away, and Doc was like, right. Yep. You know what I mean? And then, you know, he was saying that the spirit of this practice is BS, right? He said that. So to me, it's like, um, I don't know, something just ain't clicking right now, and it just has to click. And again, again, like you said, it's good to address this early to try to get stuff together, but but you they gotta get it together because it just seems as if like, you know, when 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 we do these press conferences, and neither in like the preseason press uh, media day, you know, after practice, you know, it becomes a narrative. Yo, everything is cool. We all right. We this and that, da, da, da. But you don't really know what's going on until you see it. You got to see it for yourself. Like, I mean, like, I mean, dude, they could tell you that a blue unicorn uh, galloped up and down the court, right? We all know there's no such thing, but at the same time, if they all swear by it, then you like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? Right? So, in other words, what I'm saying is when they do these press conferences afterwards, they can tell you whatever they want to tell you, and you yep. go with it. 
But then when you hear like you see this and then you're like, okay, okay, they got a long ways to go right now. And and, and again, they, they they got until October the 18th to get stuff right. They got what 19 days. They're professionals, they're veterans, they'll do it. They'll, I mean, they'll try to do it. We'll see. But at the same time, like to me, it wasn't like, you know, you expect to hear stuff about guys having to adapt as, as instead of the players, your big four spirits are low. You know what yeah. I mean? To me, you know, that's something that they got to correct. Uh, and, and, and again, do it now. As you always say, do it today, people. Do it today. Definitely do it today. <laughs> do it today. Also, hey, man, with all that rain and maybe some rainbows popping up, it might be a blue unicorn jumping on that court at some point there while you're in stuff. Get to Joel and B with the uh, focus of that conversation, of course, early on about getting running the offense through him. As we know, no big surprise there. But it's also a new thing that we found out. He's a U.S. citizen and what that could mean for his basketball future, not just with the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll tap into that next right here, Locked On 76 Let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player development, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores in every sport for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Do it today. Do it today. I think we get a game tonight. First game in Tokyo, Tokyo Games. They're playing right now, bro. Oh, they're playing right now? Yeah. I, yeah. All right. That's yeah. Good. I mean, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, they were playing like five this morning. When, like I woke, I couldn't sleep, man. I'm like, I'm looking at on, on Twitter. You, know, you get your phone. You're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Starting lineups. I really want to do it, but it's too early. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Sleep. Thanks for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. Now, for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Keith, Joel Embiid, the focus of the 76ers offense, the MVP runner-up for the past two seasons in the league. He revealed in the offseason that he was a French citizen now, and uh, so many speculated that he could play for Team France and Rudy Gobert, uh, who else? Uh, Nicholas Batum, Evan Fournier, those players in that lineup with Joel Embiid in it would be pretty good. I mean, there's some pros in there, and they're a good basketball team. But now he's a U.S. citizen. Who's going to tell him no for Team USA, Keith? Does I mean, he have any interest? Do you know? Have you ever heard him really talking about this I stuff? I mean, no, nah, I haven't. But, uh, you know, in, in regards to that, like, I mean, but I'm probably sure, he, pretty sure he does. I mean, you know, yeah, he could play for the, the French team. Um, I mean, like, if he plays for the French team, I, I think that team will be very formidable. Um, my only question is, like, a lot of these international games and stuff like that is all about guard play. 
and stuff like that and and you know versatility like you know i know durant is kind of like a big but he's also he can put the ball on the floor he can do all that stuff right so i don't know if france uh they got some nice young guards but i don't know if they if they're deep in that category now wherever joel and b goes that team is going to be fired like if he goes and plays for team usa they're going to be tough to beat i mean they're already tough to beat right but but I, I think that, you know, and nothing like if you're a basketball person, an Olympic fan, you like and if you don't have a dog in the race, so to speak, like if you're not a United States or you're a Frenchman, you would love to see MB play for France because they you look at it and you say, well, maybe they could compete against USA and win the gold. You know what I mean? But if he goes for Team USA, it's like kind of like, yeah, man. You're 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 like a, a five star quarterback going to Alabama, where you basically just being part of tradition, but you're not starting a tradition. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know. Well, yeah, uh, it, it's it, I I can't wait to find out which direction he leans more into. Uh, would he want to play for Team USA or play for Team France in, in that regard? Yeah, it is heavy guard play, but when you have Joel Embiid on your team. You have Joel Embiid on your team. You got to find a way. If you play for Team France, he would probably be the four man because he's more skilled offensively than Rudy Gobert. So that would be an intriguing thing to watch uh, to see him play primarily as a four man. And that's a lot of perimeter work. Uh, I don't know how many Sixer fans would love that since they always want to see him play on a low block. But that would be fun to watch. But on Team USA, I mean, um, first of all, there's no better center in the league than him. So there's that. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's no one better than him in the league outside of Nikola Jokic, who is not eligible to play. He would be your starting five on Team USA. And I, I would I would welcome seeing that. And that would be fun. But he also mentioned that he is you know, a U.S. citizen because of the fact that he's lived here for so many years now. You know, he works here. His son is born here. So his son is automatically a U.S. citizen and he wants to make sure that he gives himself every opportunity to do that also uh, to to be there. And we've seen him kind of uh, make a lot of decisions as of late and how he has done things based on the birth of his son. So uh, I, I guess I wasn't expecting it, but it wasn't as if that I didn't think he would ever do anything like this. So pretty cool to see that Joel Embiid decided to become a U.S. citizen uh, now uh, at, at this age. So. All right, man, final segment. We got to talk about Matisse Thibel. We talked about Thibel a lot this offseason, but Doc Rivers spoke about him about training camp. You were there. You will let us know on the other side what Coach Rivers had to say about his talented wingman right next, right here on Locked On 76 You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Keith Pompey, Devon Givens, talking about, of course, your team, your town, your 76ers, and your two-time All-NBA second-team defender, Matisse Thibel. Keith, some things coming out of, of, of Charlotte. I mean, I keep saying Charlotte. Coming out of Charleston, South Carolina, about uh, some of the players and the latest being Matisse Thibel. What can you share with us of what Doc Rivers had to say about Matisse Thibel? You know, Matisse, like, the biggest storyline with Matisse this year is is basically, you know, how is he, you know, his his uh, workouts 
in the offseason, right? Um, and and improving his shot. And and basically has he improved. Now, I will say this right now is is one of those things he's been having, you know, on days, off days. You know, Doc revealed that on 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 Wednesday, Matisse made three or four threes. He was hitting a lot of shots. And then the next day he didn't do, you know, he wasn't, you know, he just wasn't shooting the ball that well. Um, but the thing is they're not they're not concerned with that because in the past he would shy away afterwards. But right now it's like he keeps coming back and he's keep, you know, uh shooting them. Now what he is doing better is his cutting to the basket. It has been a lot of improvement with that. That's also one of the things that he worked on this season. And his his improvement is noticeable and, and he's doing a way better job of that. So the 76ers seem to be happy with what Matisse is doing because, you know, uh, and, and I, and I don't mean to take this as knock at, at Ben Simmons, but Ben, when he did it, he struggled. He just wouldn't do it. Matisse is showing that he can make shots and he has been making shots, but on the days that he's struggling, he's not shying away. So, and he's continued on. So, so that says there's some confidence there and that's the things that they like to see in him. The confidence will continue to grow for him as he sees these shots fall. And he just feels good, of course, with them coming off his fingertips, that that, that they were, it was a good look and a good shot overall. Have you seen him uh, since we didn't get a chance? Uh, he, at media day, a lot of times I mess around on the court. I shoot around. I'm right there. You know, the balls of basketballs are bouncing because they're taking all their photos. So they're doing their live dribble type things and uh, taking their photos. So any interviews and all, I'm not really interrupting anything by bouncing basketball. So here's what Matisse thought with this. So me and a couple of our, our, our staff, our ground crew staff were shooting around a little bit, or they were rebounding a little bit for me. And when I had stepped away to talk to a Sixers staffer, um, Matisse was walking by because he was going to his station to do whatever he needed to do for his photos and, and all. And he started shooting with the guys, <laughs> you know, but, or at least giving them the basketballs to shoot. Uh, with the guys I think he went up for a layup not a jump shot so I didn't get a chance to see um, him shooting see if anything changed with his form since he's been working on his mechanics as you talked about this offseason did you have you seen him even though I know you're in there late oftentimes when we do go in late running drills nah you haven't really seen Matisse like the guys who you see out there regularly are like Harden and 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 Maxi Tobias did some stuff yesterday by himself but then you always see uh, Furkan, Shake, Isaiah Joe, Isaiah Joe, the uh, Anthony Melton, and Joel was even in a drill with man with the guards yesterday, like at the end. But Matisse, and and that's not to say he's putting not putting it in, because no. what, what what they do is they have um, several guys. While several guys are on the court. Other ones are like in the weight room, getting yeah. you know, trying to get swole, so to speak. So you know what I mean. So you know, there's no telling where Matisse has been after that because there's other players you keep asking, well, where they at? Where they at? And they're like, oh, they're in the weight room. You know what I mean? So, so that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just curious to see if you had seen him taking any shots to see if anything had changed at all. Do you know as of right now how? And I know we're going to have an episode on Monday before the first season game in Brooklyn but do you know if uh how guys are do we know what it's going to look like on Monday uh, for for the game or is that something you feel like nah, it's kind of nah it's 
Nah, not as of yet. Um, you know, they don't they're not practicing today because of what's happened. So they're doing like some stuff. But I will tell you this. Um, if if you know, I, I think that and we, we don't even know, like you got a guy like PJ Tucker who had his nose knee scope, excuse me, and things like that. And he's a guy that they know what he can do. And if he's out there, I don't if he's out there, I don't expect him to play a lot. Same with a lot of the other guys, right? Um, but you know, when they do have the lineup, you know, we talked about this yesterday. It's going to be one of the things where PJ and Tobias are basically interchangeable, but they look more at PJ as a three, four and Tobias as a four, a four, three, you know, right now, you know, um, you know, uh, Paul Reed has been playing a lot of four, but he's also been banging with Joel Embiid at practice as a, as the five. So, you know, it's just, you know, a lot of things. I think that we'll, what we'll do see is we'll see them trying to work on that pick and roll a lot with um, Harden and Embiid. I mean, I honestly do. I think like yesterday when, when Doc was talking about getting the entry pass and it's not a democracy and, and he's saying he got to get Harden up to speed and know when to attack, when to, when to um, feed Embiid the ball. I think that that's going to be a conscious effort this season to, to, I mean, this preseason and these games that they, that the that starters play the, to make sure that, you know, they got that thing down because it's not like they open up against the Oklahoma city thunder and then go from there and play Sacramento Kings and, and then play, uh, you know, the Orlando magic. I mean, they have like quote unquote, a murderers of row, murderers row of games at the start of the season. So they have to get that, um, together and I expect for them for that to be some of the things they work on yeah okay man well listen man as always thank you uh when we uh next catch up you'll be in Brooklyn so Brooklyn Brooklyn here we go man all over the place it's time it's that time of the year Keith safe trip back man but before we let you go uh, I gotta you know make sure I say to everybody that we want to thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Yes, Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. Yes, not just the, the planet. And it's free and available wherever you get your podcast. So tell everybody, alien friends, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can let them all know that you can you know check out the, uh, the uh, podcast in, in general. Do you do aliens like uh, fantasy basketball? I don't know, bro, and I'm not trying to find out. <laughs> but hey, before we, before we go, we also want to let you guys know that today's episode was brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, D also talked about where you can get this pie. Get you know the other podcast from but also you know you can get our podcast wherever you get your podcast at and also you know you can like you can listen to my man d twice a day actually more if you if you want to like listen to some of our old podcasts we encourage you to do that as well but tonight you need to listen to my man d break down everything philadelphia sports um eagles sixers what have you on the Divine Given Show. Yep, your boy has his own show on mm. 97.5 FM. It's from 6 to 10 p.m. PM. You can also follow him at on Twitter 
at DivineG975. You can follow me at Pompeii on Sixers on, on Twitter, and you can read my stuff in the Philadelphia Inquirer and at Inquirer.com. Keith, did you see did you see me uh, with the union on Thursday? Yeah. I was yeah. getting my, my David Beckham on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wish I had David that. Beckham money, though. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer players, man, they make a lot of cheddar, dude. A lot of, and it's not just the money that they make from their clubs either. They get a bunch of endorsements. Yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah, man. off the field stuff. Oh man. Well, listen, yeah. man. Uh, be safe there. Safe travels back to Brooklyn as uh, we get ready, and you and I get together for our next episode on Monday as the Sixers kick off their preseason schedule against the Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Brooklyn Nets. We'll see who all plays in that game on both sides uh, on Monday. Keith, be safe, man. We'll talk to you on Monday. All right, bro. See you Monday, man. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody.